0: And before we begin, we've just got a couple of news items we've got to cover. The first one concerns those emergency striper regs. Most viewers at this point are probably aware of the fact that the ASMFC voted on May 2nd to enact some emergency regulations. Um, Their numbers indicated that there was a huge amount of overharvest in 2022 on the recreational side of things, and so they effectively cut the slot limit in half. They They cut it from 28 to 35 inches down to 28 to less than 31 inches. Um, and they gave the states about two months to get that done. So they have to be, those laws have to be put in place by July 2nd. Um, <clears throat> we have news from Connecticut and Rhode Island, and we're still waiting on Massachusetts and New Hampshire. So Connecticut's going to start theirs this Friday. That's May 26th. Um, as of May 26th in Connecticut, uh, the slot limit will be cut down to 28 to less than 31 inches. In and Ma- in Rhode Island, they're going to, do that same thing on Saturday. Um, now Massachusetts said they were going to kind of be in lockstep with Rhode Island but it's not really a big surprise that they haven't announced them yet. They always seem to be the last ones to release their regulations. Maines are already in place. They started theirs on May 18th so you're going to need to uh, be mindful of that um, if you're fishing this weekend. And uh, New Hampshire, haven't heard from New Hampshire yet but we're going to keep an eye on their page and I will definitely uh, update you guys when I Hear a definitive answer on Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Other thing, of course, is the giveaway, which is ongoing. We're gonna, we started another one last week after picking some great winners, some phenomenal photos. Uh, this one is gonna run all the way through July 26th. So you've got just about two months to impress me at this point. And you guys know the drill by now. You just gotta have, uh, it's gotta be a recently caught fish and it's gotta show you in the photo. And you can send them to danderson at thefisherman.com just put contest or giveaway in the subject line or you can text them to the number on the screen and uh, again you get about two months to get those into me and uh, I'll pick some winners we're going to give away another one of those little mini darters that I make we're going to do some no live bait needed stuff and we're going to do some stuff from game on lures
1: for more than 20 years anglers everywhere have come to know one thing that nothing says no to fish bites
0: moving over into massachusetts starting up on the north shore and even over the border uh, we're hearing about a lot of striped bass now from southern maine through new hampshire and into that north shore of massachusetts some really nice fish moving into that area now you know pushing the forty inch mark even even eclipsing it at this point uh, for a little bit more on that and some of the other fisheries that are going on on the north shore of massachusetts let's toss it over now to james jukes
2: Well,
3: the new moon was very successful Lots and lots of fish all over the place, in the river, down by the mouth, over to Gloucester, up north, you name it. The Stripers are spread out big time. Uh, it seems to have tailed just a tad after the moon has passed. Still got some nice tides coming, but got to kind of work for them and go see where your best spot is. Uh, as far as, uh, freshwater side, some guys have been staying quiet, so I suspect they're doing quite well. Uh, but there's been some good carp fishing going on. Uh, pike has been tailing off, but in the usual spots, they've been getting them. Uh, as far as the largemouth and some of the other species, they're just kind of rolling along. Uh... Myself, I've been out at night quite a bit, uh, gotten in the wetsuit, fishing some areas that you have to really kind of wade quite some ways, so. Uh, but it's all been good. Saturday, we had a really good time at, up at Surfland. The Fisherman was there. Hopefully you guys did okay. Traffic was a little slow. But overall, absolutely gorgeous just keep cooking along Uh, that's about it Dave you know enjoy your week and let's pray for the long weekend oh a little PSA you really should be watching the ticks because the ticks are out in force anybody up in the marshes or anything forget about it it is terrible anyways Dave talk to you later
0: now on the North Shore end of things and even down to Plymouth and the South Shore, uh, not a lot has changed over last week. There's l- almost everybody that's reporting fishing from that area is reporting striped bass. There are some nice fish in Boston Harbor, there's some pogies in Boston Harbor, there are some good fish along the situate and Plymouth shorelines, there's bunker in that area, and there's been a lot of topwater action. A lot of these guys are doing their damage during the day. Some of the bigger fish have been on some of those near shore ledges, um, especially off of Plymouth and Duxbury and uh, getting all the way out to the canal. Uh, the other fishery that we're hearing about in that area is flounder fishing, which has been decent in Situate Harbor area, hasn't been maybe as good as it historically has been. But uh, guys are getting fish and the, uh, and the bite has been, has been decent. Jumping over the canal, the striped bass fishing continues. That seems to be like the main topic of conversation really throughout the entire region, is striped bass. Um, Barnstable Harbor is really starting to come alive now. A uh, lot of solid fish in Barnstable Harbor from like 30 to 40 inches. Great place to live line mackerel, great place to throw some paddle tails, great place to throw top water. You can do it up inside, you can do it outside, you can drift through the inlet. A um, lot of good fish in that area. Um, getting out toward like um, getting out towards Susuet. Guys are doing well on flounder there. There's been a few um, there's been a few tog caught in that area as well. Jason Colby and Little Sister's been doing some damage there. So have the guys from Grey Dolphin. And you can get some flounder also in P Town Harbor. As you come around the end of P Town, you start going along the Outer Cape. That area is still kind of the last frontier for striped bass. Water's is still very cold out there and not a lot of fish. There are some stripers moving along those beaches, but most of them are on the smaller side. Uh, things get better as you get down to Knaston Inlet. You get inside the inlet, you go up to Town Cove, you go through out any of that backwater estuary. There's some better sized stripers in there. Fish up to like 36 inches from what I've been hearing. You get out of there, you go around Montemo, you get now down into Nantucket Sound, things get a little bit better. There's some big bluefish in that area. There are stripers up to 40 inches in that area. Um, The vineyard has seen some striped bass, more on the smaller side like schoolies and slots. There's been a lot of um, squid uh, around the vineyard which always fires up the bite there. They got some bluefish in that area as well. If you want bigger stripers, you gotta cut through the islands and get into Buzzard's Bay. That's where the biggest stripers are in Massachusetts right now. Um, Hearing about fish from like 20 to 45 pounds in that region. Uh, And a lot of that action is also happening during the day. Guys are doing it on the dock. Guys are doing it trolling tube and worms, dropping flutter spoons, uh, deep jigging with some big paddle tails. All those methods, (coughs) excuse me, all those methods are working, and um, great way to get some big striped bass. As you head up into the canal, the canal blew up this week. There were some really big fish in the canal. Uh, The biggest one that I heard of personally was 38 pounds. I'm pretty certain that there were fish over 40 pounds taken. A lot of bait in there. There was bunker. There was herring. There were mackerel. There was squid. Um, there were some smaller bait fish as well. And uh, guys were getting them all different ways. Guys were getting them jigging, guys were getting them thrown top water, magic swimmers were working. Uh, most of the action was from the herring run west. Um, but for more on that, let's toss it over now to East End Eddie since he was there all week and has more details.
1: Hi, Dave. It's very foggy this morning on the Cape Cod Canal. Hope there's enough light that you can see me uh so uh it's, it's still really good fishing here guys are catching a lot of fish it's not as good as it was the first two weeks but that had to stop because uh the first two weeks of may were just phenomenal abnormal one guy said and i think he's right um but uh a lot of the uh the uh, new moon on friday actually in some nice breaking tides just in time for the weekend and uh some a lot of guys uh, have gone to the east end they're doing very well there um on the herring run, a guy caught a 36-inch the other day while he was chunking. And on the other side, uh, th- they were doing well as well. Um, and moving down uh, past the uh, Bourne Bridge, uh, Bill on the Grill, Prudho caught a 35-inch after, that was about his seventh fish for the day. And he was fishing with Tim Hollywood Petraca, who caught a 43-inch after about another six, uh, six fish. They're both using glide baits and they're both having a great season. Um, and moving down farther to, uh, um, to, the, to the west end, uh, a guy came all the way from New Hampshire, Alex Rukas, who uh, caught a 36 inch and a 28 pounder and some other fish all on a green mackerel savage. So it was worth the trip from New Hampshire, the long ride. Um, and then three guys came down uh, yesterday from uh, Hopkinton, three friends, Aiden Stewart, Sudden Sam Lozo, and Reese Peanut Butter Cup Griffiths and uh, they all caught fish, and uh, three nice guys from Hopkinton. Sudden Sam caught a 40-inch with a bunker-colored SP minnow, and uh, that put up quite a fight. And Peanut Butter uh, Griffiths reeled in a uh, 37-pounder, so he took high hook for the day. He was using a bone-colored SP minnow. So Dio had a good ad that day. You know, and and the combat zone always plays best on a west tide. The combat zone next to the uh, river bridge on the mainland side, and so um, you know. But and it's 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 east tide at first light right now. So uh, a nice guy was fishing there the other day, Keith Dacey, from Savin Hill. He's OFD, and he caught a 36 inch on an east tide. And, and that place is just famous for the West Tide. But, uh, and when there's a West Tide, sometimes there's 40, 50 guys lined up there. That's where they call it the combat zone. And, um, but anyways, Keith caught a 36-inch a with a, a Green Mac uh, shad. And um, so this morning I caught a 30-inch. A whole bunch of guys caught 30 inches. Uh, there was a nice school of fish coming in from Buzz's Bay. One guy caught a 39-inch and then there was another one that looked at me about 37-38 uh, inches. So there was some big, bigger fish mixed in and a lot of 30 inches and most of them were on top. Uh, I used a, a, a white and black colored uh, rocket that's aptly named because it casts like a rocket made by striper gear and the fish had just gone by me so I cast to the left where I thought they were and, and I hooked up right there just below the surface. So. It's great here, and uh, my tip of the week is that uh, you should always wear corkers when you're on the canal because these rocks are treacherous, and so I wear the kind that are like a sandal that attach to my boots, and when I take off my boot, I just leave the sandal on it, put it in the car, and it's ready for the next day. But the the point I want to make is that my tip of the week is when you're walking down the canal, if you don't have a bike and you're walking to your fishing spot, walk on the grass on the side of the service road as opposed on, to on the service road. Because if that macadam, I, I would imagine, would eventually wear down the tips of your uh, spikes on your caucus. So probably better to preserve them by uh, walking on the grass. So uh, until next time, keep your hook sharp and your, time, and your lines tight.
4: Subscribe to the Fisherman Magazine today and compete in the Dream Boat Fishing Challenge. It's the Fisherman subscriber-only season-long region-wide multi-species fishing competition to win a Steigercraft and many more prizes. Subscribe, fish, win.
0: Heading out of the canal, you got some bottom fishing going on along that Massachusetts shoreline. you got scup and you've got tog. Those fish are kind of mingling in the same water. guys are getting them in like 15 to 35, maybe 40 feet. Uh, you may want to check out the hot spot in the June issue. That's uh, Fort Rodman. That's off New Bedford. Great place to catch some scup from shore. And if you got a boat, you can also check out, there's like a little hump about a quarter mile south of there that's definitely gonna hold some scup and probably hold some tog as well. Uh, so that's definitely some place you guys can check out. And there's still lots of striped bass in the estuaries all along that same stretch, you know, from the canal all the way out to the Massachusetts border. It could be the Wareham River, the Wee It could be the Mattapoisette Harbor. It could be New Bedford Harbor. It could be Peyton Aram Harbor could be the Westport River. Uh, There's fish in all of them, various sizes, and uh, it's just great fishing. Everything's looking good out there. Things are just popping off in Rhode Island right now, especially if you're a striper guy. We have stripers on multiple fronts right now. Um, I spent a couple hours up in the bay with my buddy Robbie, uh, Rob Taylor, from Newport Sport Fishing Charters earlier this week. Uh, we were fishing in Mount Hope, a lot of bass up there. Um, we had a slower day. Um, there were, We found a lot of fish, we are marking a lot of really big fish, but they just weren't in the feeding mood for whatever reason. Even throwing live bunker, uh, they were just... Passively interested we did hook into one really big one. Of course it wrapped us up and broke us off, but um, Still good numbers of fish from like slot size up to 20 pounds and a couple of giant bluefish as well um, And if there's any takeaways that I can share with you guys from those trips uh, Is that there are some really big striped bass up there and that there are metric tons of bunker up there, so um, There's going to be more bass joining those fish. And and the same things are being found on the other side, too, out in the main part of Narragansett Bay. Uh, So a lot of bunker up there, a lot of big bass up there, and um, definitely a great place to go if you want to target some big stripers. For more on that and some of the other things that are going on in the eastern half of Rhode Island, let's toss it over now to TJ Kopecki.
5: Thanks, Dave. Hey, guys, nice to be back reporting again for another week of uh, great fishing, uh, really good fishing for bass and blues. I uh, had a couple opportunities to get out Saturday and Sunday. Saturday I got up into the Providence River and I, I gotta tell you, there was schools and schools of bait. Uh, we pretty much just snagged a whole bunch of pogies, put them in the live well, and uh, we were uh, live lining pogies. Uh, I gotta say, there was a lot of big bluefish. fish. So uh, to counter that, what we pretty much did was we took the, the bait that we were snagging and we cut it and we chunked it just to let it flutter down, just like it would if a bluefish had hit it. Those bass are pretty much lazy right now. They're underneath the schools of bluefish and they're just feeding on the the pieces of bait that's like fluttering down. So after we figured that out, we pretty much dropped uh, all of our pogies. We cut them up, we dropped them down and uh, we connected with some good, good bass. Um, And we just happened to actually, there was a lot of boats up in the Providence River as always. we got away from the boats and the fleet, and we found our own little school, and uh, we, we had a couple of good hours of fishing. Uh, Sunday, um, I was able to get out into Malhoe Bay, and uh, I, if you were out there, along with the 50, 60 other boats that were there, uh, fishing from Common Fence Point in Portsmouth to the Maho Bridge, uh, the, the bait was all concentrated there, but I think, the bait was hanging low because of the salinity in the water after that big rainstorm. Uh, I didn't see too many people catching. We didn't catch anything. Uh, the bait was there, the fish were there. Um, I'm sure there was a select few about a fish caught. Uh, but, uh, we actually, you know, we, we got skunked that day. So, uh, Hey, you know, the fishing has been really good though. So, um, if you're fishing anywhere up the Sakana river, uh, and you're fishing from shore, um, best bet is to uh, throw a chunk out and get that into that, uh, into this kind river. Um, there's some weak fish in there. There's, uh, there's some scup, a lot of scup. Um, and there's also some sea bass moving in, which you can't keep, but, uh, also nice to catch and, uh, return them back. Uh, anywhere underneath the Mount Hope Bridge has been really good with some big scup. Uh, moving up into the bay, into Barrington Beach. Uh, I got a report that uh, the fishing's been good at dusk and dawn. Uh, for guys casting plugs for top water, there's been some good bass. And those will be the bass that were coming out of the Providence River um, at night. And they're probably just scouring the beaches from Nayar Point all the way to Rumstick Point. Um, you can park in the parking lot there. Uh, the parking lot's open from dusk till dawn. Um, the police will come down and they'll lock the um, lock the gate if your car isn't. Uh, In there, they'll let you know first Uh, But there is some parking outside of the gate So if you get there when it's dark, you can actually get in there and surf cast from the beach Um, Taunton River still just as good uh, up inside. There's a lot of small bass That's feeding on some smaller bait. Uh, The Warren and Barrington bridges uh, are also still good uh, with bass Um, There's weak fish up in there. So uh, there's also some small flounder some fluke if you can get on them. So uh, lots and lots of stuff to do. Um, If you need any bait, uh, Lucky Bait and Warren, open uh, seven days a week. You can get up there and get your bait. Um, Haven't heard much about freshwater. Um, Obviously a lot of guys are in the salt right now because the bite's really good. But uh, if you're gonna get out there, tight lines guys, and uh, we'll catch you next week.
6: Hey Dave, John Lee with JL Charters. Wednesday afternoon we're heading out to Block Island for some stripers and blues. This is my first trip to the island this year. We've done some food trips close to home. I've done some commercial sea bass trips. Um, The fishing around the island I hear has been good with smaller bass Uh, but we're going to find
0: of the bay. Um, Lots of stripers out front as well. Um, And a lot of these fish are relating to the reef. So whether it's Brenton Reef off Newport or Sugar Reef off of uh, Watch Hill, doesn't matter. Any of these other reefs in between, if it's got breaking water on it or if it's a deep water reef, they all seem to be holding some bass, or at least most of them do. A lot of the action has been on top water. Guys throwing the dock, guys throwing splash walks, stuff like that. Um, And a lot of these fish are well over the slot, looking at like 20 to 40 pound fish. Uh, so that's something that's pretty exciting. I was talking to the guys from Watch Hill Outfitters, they said it's been going off down by them. And I uh, talked to quite a few charter caps that fish outside of Newport, and they said it's been awesome out on Brenton and some of the nearby reefs. So lots of bass around and lots of opportunity. Togging is still going really strong. Uh, you know, 15 to 40 feet of water seems to be the uh, seems to be the range. And uh, that's going to close up soon, so you still got a few days to, uh, to get that done. Uh, fluke fishing is still just kind of puttering along. Um, we're lacking squid, especially on South County. Um, there are some squid out there, and the guys that are catching fluke are finding those little pods of squid, but we just haven't seen that major influx yet. And when we do, we should see that fluke fishing really start to fire up. And lastly, in Rhode Island, this is weak fishing that's been mostly up inside the bay. You're in Apanog Cove, you're in the Kickamuit, you're in the Palmer River, maybe you're in like the Bristol Narrows, but all along that, in those estuaries that kind of spill out into the main part of the bay, uh, there have been, it's been a surprising bite of weak fish. This is like the third or fourth year in a row now, so maybe it's not surprising anymore. Maybe it's more of a new pattern, but uh, Good week fish bite going on there, and uh, guys are getting kayaks and from boats. I haven't seen a shore caught one yet, but I don't doubt that it's happening. And that's what I have for you guys in Rhode Island this week. <laughs> Jumping over the border into Connecticut, um, again, you know, it's just everybody's striper crazy right now. The, the race lit back up with stripers again. So last week, you remember it kind of fizzled out, but we got a new wave of fish coming in. A lot of these fish are right around the slot or like up to 40 inches. So, uh, pretty similar, st- um, body of fish to what we had before. You know, figure it's like 26 to 40 inches with a few, you know, real jumbos mixed in. Uh, Same thing could be said for the Thames River where we've seen fish up to 40 inches coming out of the river and uh, even a couple bigger ones just outside the river. Then you head west from there You go to the Connecticut River and you've got some big bass in that area as well Uh, The water temps are still optimal inside the river for some top water action or like fast fishing some soft plastics And then the reefs outside have got some even bigger fish for more on that Let's toss it over now to Mike Roy from Real Cash Charters. Hey, what's
6: going on guys for this week's fishing report? Striped bass fishing has been improving and it's been really good. Uh, Fish are starting to move into their spring slash early summer areas. Um, There is uh, some uh, wide variety of size ranges. There are schooly stripers all the way up to 40 plus inch stripers. As far as the bait goes, there is uh, uh, loads of butterfish and sand eels in eastern Long Island Sound on many of the reefs. Um, In the rivers, we're still not seeing a lot of bunker. There's a a sparse amount of bunker, but I'm hoping that that is going to change. I expect uh, more bunker to start uh, filtering into the rivers within the next week or two. Um, Also, some big bluefish around on the Eastern Long Island Sound Reefs. Uh, Actually some giants. We've seen bluefish up to uh, nearly 20 pounds this week. So there's some real gators out there. Um, Hopefully they'll stick around uh, to the end of August when that bluefish tournament is going on for the people doing that. Um, And I know black sea bass opened up. I haven't had a report yet, but uh, I will get back to you next week on the black sea bass fishing. Um, Still some big porgies kicking around. Um, so get out there soon and get ready for the spring and early summer fishing to really kick off.
0: Rowan Lytle is out of town, so we're not going to get a report from him, but I did see on his Instagram that he also had landed a nice weak fish up inside the Connecticut River this week. Um, It's been, that's been maybe the more surprising bite that we've seen of weak fish is inside the Connecticut River. Guys are getting them up in there and then, you know, the further west you go from there, the better it seems to be. Um the other thing that's going on is the striped bass fishing that was confined to the western sound is now starting to move east so i was talking to tj from uh, rock and roll charters he said it's old school right now he said it reminds him of you know the fishing he had twenty years ago so there's a good mix of sizes and there's some really big fish um, you know off of the clinton area right now so they've made their way east from there into the into Clinton waters and further into Madison and areas like that. Um, we're also seeing a lot of bigger bluefish moving into that area now. Guys that want to catch fluke are crossing the Sound. It's still a New York state of mind for that. You've got to go over to Northport, you got to go over to Port Jeff, you got to go over to the Peconics or, or Montauk. Uh, they will eventually come over but they just haven't made the crossing in any kind of uh, big numbers just yet. And then way out west still just tons of big bass being caught. Um, Guys are doing it at night with chunks, they're doing it in the daytime with mojos, they're using flutter spoons, they're throwing the dock, they're throwing live bunker, Um, probably a bunch of other methods I haven't mentioned, but there's just huge numbers of really big bass out there. For more on that and some of the other things that are going on in the western sound, let's throw it over now to Max Finch from
7: Fisherman's World. What a week of fishing in Long Island Sound. We've seen some monster gator blues show up. There's still big bass crushing bunker on our deep water reefs. They're starting to move shallow now that our bunker is starting to enter the harbors. There's been weak fish reports all along our beaches and in our harbor. Porgies are biting, sea bass are biting. It's been a really good week. The fluke remains a little slow, but we should see that pick up. With striped bass, the triangle area is still the best spot to, you know, try to get your PB. There's big bass out there. We got butterfish, mackerel, bunker, and squid around, so there's plenty of food for them. And our water temps are staying cold, and that's why the bass are staying and not pushing through so fast. Behind the islands, it's been pretty good too with the bunker moving close in. I've seen a lot of like mid 30 to 40 inch fish on docks around the bunker schools, throwing the flutter spoons. And then, of course, guys trolling wire. Mojo are claiming some really big fish. You know, two fish over 50 pounds caught right in our backyard this past week. There's been some blue fish, man. I've seen some probably pushing 16 pounds. There's a lot of that 10 to 14 pound class around. And at sunset, these freaking uh, blues have been hammering these bunker schools. That's always a lot of fun on top water. If you're having a hard time, remember, move your belly hook and just run a single hook on a back like on a pencil popper or the dock or your favorite popper. Fluke fishing remains slow, guys are still shooting across, there are some people putting it in, in our area, like along our beaches, we've seen a lot of shorts, we haven't <clears throat> heard of too many bigger fish caught, but as the water temps rise a little, we should see the fluke pick up, hopefully. porgies are moving on our side now, Kakini Shoals, Green's Ledge, 28C, we've seen some really big hubcaps. 32A has a really good sea bass bite going on. I know guys getting their limits. And then also 32A has a good striper and bluefish bite at night. Anchoring up, chumming, chunking, you know, we've seen some really nice fish caught. Thanks and good luck.
0: And before we wrap up the reports, we're gonna take our short flight down to Marina Pez Vela and hear what's going on in Costa Rica.
2: Hey there guys, how's it going? This is Ben Gilmore from down here in Costa Rica and the Marina Pez Vela in Cape Boss. Guys, this week's fishing report, we've still got some nice sail fishing going on right now. Just the other day, we released eight sailfish, which was an incredible result. That day, we caught one fly fishing as well. This week, we've had three sailfish on the fly, which is pretty cool for our anglers. Um, We've had some good Dorado fishing. This week, we've had Dorados up to 40 pounds, some really nice fish. Further offshore, 30 to 40 miles, some days we've had some good yellowfin tuna and along the coastline we've had some really big rooster fish just the other day we had a rooster about 45 pounds and right now guys through the american summer is when we get most of our big rooster fish 40 to 70 pound fish turn up and for those guys it's good to use a live bonito maybe a big live look down something like that so guys would love to see you down here over the summer we're waiting here we got plenty of great boats here at the Rena Pazvela and we'd love to see you down here soon. Hand them back to you. This is Ben Gilmore, Jackpot Spore Fishing.
0: And finally, let's take a moment to get an update on the Dream Boat Challenge.
4: Now it's time for the Dream Boat Update. It was another week of weak fish in the Dream Boat Challenge. Nine new weak fish entries came in this week and shook up the top 10 in that category. Perhaps most notably, challenge leader Eddie Terrabiel upgraded his weak fish to 6.63 pounds, but was then knocked out of the top 10 by this week's Tide Runner Barrage. Thomas Luciano is holding 10th place with his 7.31 pounder. Brian Ortel barely lifted himself into the ninth spot with his 7.32 pounder. Fred Lederman and Paul Alberano stand in a virtual tie with 7.5 pounds apiece, but Paul takes the higher spot because his weak fish was caught first. John Bratz was the only one to crack the top five with his 7.8 pound Tide Runner. Good enough for fourth place. This means you'll need at least 7.32 pounds to make the leaderboard next week. There were also five C Robins entered this week. Only one cracked the top five, but Joe Mendez managed to knock out Eddie Terribil down a wrong with his 2.4 pounder and Chris Nielsen found himself in fourth place after entering his 2.64 pound C Robin. Kyle Kraus clawed his way into the overall top three with his 2.2 pounder. That was good enough for ninth place. In the category, rounding out the entries for Week Four is a lone scup caught by Robert Chifo, weighing in at 2.26 pounds and holding second place for the scup category. The current top three for the tournament looks like this: Kenneth Fay holds third place with 10 points, Kyle Kraus sits in second with 11, and Eddie Terabeil still holds the lead with 15 overall points. The Dream Boat Fishing Challenge is the Fisherman subscriber only multi-species fishing competition with a chance to win a new 21-foot Craft center console powered by Yamaha, along with many other great prizes. Visit thefisherman.com fisherman.com to subscribe and get all the details so you can be part of the action.
0: And that's what I have for you guys in the reports this week. Hopefully you're gonna find it inspiring. I mean, if you're a striper fisherman, you can't be sitting on your hands anymore. There is just too much going on. Too many places you can go to get big fish. Doesn't matter if you want to do it from the surf boat, kayak, paddleboard. There's big bass around, and um, I mean honestly, it might be one of the best years I've seen in a long time for uh, for you know 40 plus pound fish. It's just been it's just been phenomenal. If you're not a subscriber to The Fisherman, I highly recommend you head over to our website. That's TheFisherman.com. There's enough free content on there to give you a full taste of what we offer. We cover everything from Delaware all the way up to Maine. We do some travel stuff, and we cover all species, fresh and salt. Doesn't matter if it's inshore, offshore, surf. Uh, you know, heading up to the Salmon River, going up to Maine for smallmouth, we cover it all. Uh, it's 30 bucks for a year. You get 12 paper issues sent to your house, and you get 26 digital issues sent to your Uh, email box every week during the fishing season. That's from April to mid-November. It's the best 30 bucks you can spend in fishing. I appreciate you guys for watching and we'll see you next week.